Hey there, everybody. Welcome back to another Pure Fandom Podcast of Brad and Court Talk. I'm Brad. And I'm Court. Tonight we're back to talk about the latest episode of Sci-Fi's Van Helsing. This week was episode nine. How's that beautiful, desolate world out there, my fellow survivors? Uh, what's up, Doc? Nope. N- no? Nope. No, too soon. Too Can't soon. believe she did that. That was that was not Doc-like. I- Actually, that was Doc-like. Hey, she counted. Anyhow. Before we but break, it down, was Axel, man. I know it was Axel, but he told her just to, anyhow. Before we break down the episode, just want to remind everybody to check us out over at purefandom.com. A lot of great writers over there, and if there's a show or movie you love, someone over there is writing something amazing about it. Definitely, Court. Can you let the good people know how they can reach us? Well, you can find me on Twitter. I'm at Jindev, and he is Brad ZB. Be sure to follow at Pure Fandom as well, just to keep up to date on the latest articles as they're being posted. Also, check out Pure Fandom on Facebook and let us know what fandoms you're most interested in hearing or reading about. And if you love the show as much as we do, make sure that you join our group on Facebook. It's Sci-Fi Van Helsing Pure Fandom Group, and we're just there chatting it up every week and... Not getting to know the other people who love the show as well, and some actors or production directors and different people who come in and just give us some tidbits and behind-the-scenes stuff. We got some really interesting stuff last week. Uh, they were telling us about Wanda. Mm-hmm. Did you see that? Yes, I did. It was uh, – remember that ca- the car? Right. That really old movie? They were inspired by that. Oh. For yes. Wanda. It was really cool. I like Wanda. Wanda's badass. I want it to, you know, drive around with all the time. I think I, I need Wanda now. Yeah. Just to live and have. It would, it would help out with my daily commute. <laughs> no, it would not. True. <laughs> be hard You'd to be park. in a lot of trouble. Yeah, it'd be hard to park. Anyhow, tell yeah. us about this episode. Well, this week's episode, I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> no, it's untitled Ooh, Help Out. This episode's episode was very traumatic. <laughs> Okay, so this episode was 1.9, Help Out. It was directed by Jason Priestley again. Yay! And it was written by Jackie May. Yay! So this week's episode, the group is still trapped at the farm. And they have some other things going on. There are some feeders or biters or whatever they were called. I think this was a different type. Mm-hmm. I do too. W- were they radiated? I No, I don't think it was radiated. I just think that was something that they were working on in the farm. <gasps> Yeah, one of the experimented ones. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, yeah, they meet some new type of vampires while they're down there. And they are also in danger of dying themselves because, hello, radiation, their old friend. And then there are some other crazy things that are going on, like Doc being a wuss and leaving her friend. Uh, yeah. The man who kept her alive for yep. six months by feeding her his precious, precious blood. There's that. She left him behind to get eaten up by that damn Gorman. And you think he's dead, but I don't. Because I, I didn't see nobody. And we cannot lose Axel. I love Axel. No. Uh, no. Nope. No. No. Okay. Mm-hmm. So you're ready? I was waiting uh, for you to say. No, I'm not ready. Okay. Go ahead. Oh, I was waiting for you to say, and the writer this week was Jackie Mae. Boo! Why'd you do it to us? Why'd you do it to us? I know it's all part of plot. <laughs> you had to break my heart so that next week or before the finale, you can bring Axel back. Because there has to be, you know, Doc fighting out. Like, oh, look, you didn't die. I'm so sorry. Oops, my bad. My bad. It was but the love connection that I wanted to happen, I don't think it's going to happen. Between Gorm and Doc? Yeah, so totally no. not seeing that happen. No. Oh. 
No. Oh, not that Excellent one. Excellent doc. They were making inroads when they had their little moment and she made her confession. He was like, I understand. You do what you got to do. But do what you got to do does not mean let Axel die or almost die because he's not dead. Well, he's, I mean, if you would just want to jump right into that part right there. I mean, she did confess to him. She goes, I didn't save Smitty. You're the one who did. And he's like, you know, I kind of put that on you. And we all have done things that we're not happy about. Yeah, and so she was says she feels so guilty, and I'm so sorry. And all of a sudden, we're back in that same situation. Her hand is on the damn button, and she's there trying to keep him not dying. And then she's like, oh, no, I got to run. Sorry. The Geiger counter was beeping at the level that you know it was supposed to. She was calling on him. She's petrified. Doc is not, she's not the person who would have survived in the apocalypse as it is. There's no way. To, I don't think she would ever have made it that far. Not without Axel. Right. And now not without Rebecca. So she's sitting there watching and Gorham's coming and Gorham's already beat the crap out of Axel. So why not let Vanessa go back and fix it? The radiation was down. She did. I, she was traumatized. I mean, she was in, she, she was in shock at that point in time. That's where she was. I mean, she saw Gorham coming. He was coming after her. There was a chance she was going to get through the door and get her. And there was nothing she could do about it. And she was just had her moment of hitting it. Now. Yeah, I, I agree. She had enough time that he could have made it through there and shut the door, but it didn't happen. So when Axel comes back before the finale, you think he'll forgive her, basically, is what you're saying. I think he would. I think okay. he would have issues with it. He's going to, but he understands. I mean, granted, it was her fault of her wanting to go down there and find Gorham, mm-hmm. you know, uh, in his mother sucker killing that didn't work pretty good the first time, but not, you know, after he turned. Yeah. I I don't know. I I could see Axel. He under he. I could see him actually forgiving her because he kind of understands why she did it, even though she did. And you know, it's a whole bad thing of he, seriously. You shut me in there to let me to die. But he also knows that she sat there screaming for him the whole entire time. Okay. See now I'm okay because I brought you over to my side. You keep using the present tense now. Thank you. Then we can he, move oh on. Oh God! I see what you did there. Yeah, we can move on. <laughs> so when he comes back, I see what you did there. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, all right. So now we know where we're at on the whole Axel thing. So when he comes <laughs> back to life, because we didn't see a body. <laughs> yeah, and we may have some extra special Axel stuff next week for you guys. Right. And that is true. But it may be something you you have to find on the Facebook page. We'll find out. We'll let you know either way. So there you go. Speaking of the bloody axle hand and stuff like that, that's kind of how we started out the episode with a really dead John. Yeah, that was gruesome. And cleaning up the mess of dead John. I don't think John's coming back whatsoever. No, he was real dead. Very much so. <laughs> very, very much so. Vanessa was very thorough with that one. She was, so, she was also very guilty and unsure about her actions. And everybody was hungover. Everybody was, yeah, because you know they got super ripped. Mm-hmm. Except for Vanessa. She wasn't hungover well, or radiation sickness. No. It, I guess it doesn't affect her. Well, Axel did kind of say something about that. But, you know, he was yeah. going to have that talk with Vanessa after he got back. Oh. Never do that. No. I don't care what movie you're in or in real life. Never say, 
I'll be right back. Be right because back. you know what? You won't. Argo, let's split up and go find them. Yeah, that's what you did. <laughs> Horror movie, classic. Let's go hide and, in you know, there. I was still thinking things. Remember, I, I thought that it was too easy that John was the possible killer. So I thought, oh, crap, it's Axel or Doc. Mm. Now, I'm still going, John was a killer. We're done with that whole storyline. We just Oh, I, no, I'm, I'm there with you now. I'm there. I did not see this stuff coming. Now, one of the things about this episode that really intrigued me is they're taking the bodies to the freezers, which are not working, right? Mm-hmm. And if they had Muhammad there, he could probably tell them not to open the fridge because, you know, he did that in the episode where he went back to uh, Vanessa's house. This was the first one that had a title screen without any screaming in the background, but we did have flies going. Did you catch that? Yes. I think I did the screaming for everybody at the end of the episode. It was okay. But one of the things about the freezers, they have the bodies in the freezers. No one's going, why are these bodies in the freezers? We didn't, I had no point in time that I think that anybody actually asked that question. For reasons. But we know why they were in there now because they were radiated. And mm-hmm. the freezers were helping protect everything. Yeah. Didn't find out that till one later, but oh well. Yeah, did you know what was going on, or did you just think Doc had a massive hangover? I thought they all had massive hangovers. Honestly, I mean, that's kind of what they were. They they set it up the, the night before everybody was drinking. And yeah. Doc getting sick in front of a corpse, I can see it happening. It's been a while since he's done any of that, and she was... You know, pounding down the liquor. It was the point in time where her hair fell out. That was the moment of going, oh, that could be bad. What did you think? Did you catch on to that? Uh, not until she started using the Geiger meter. I was like, oh. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, she kept throwing up initially, but I just thought she was hungover. Or it was the effects that we'd seen before with her. Right. Of her um, changing back. Yeah, it was it was interesting to see how that worked out. I was a little curious, but as things progressed, it made more sense that her and Axel were a little bit more affected by it because well, she had been around the corpses a lot longer, and Axel's mm-hmm. the one who moved them all. Makes sense. Yeah. So the Susan Vanessa thing going on there. <laughs> Vanessa and Susan are closer than ever, yes, or they are. that we knew. They are good friends. I'm interested to see that romance continue. I'm, you know, oh, for sure. I'm wondering how Susan being an ex-vamp is going to affect things because apparently her and Flesh don't see eye to eye. Well, Susan doesn't seem to see eye to eye with anybody. Like she, she gets in Doc's face and Flesh. She doesn't like ex-vampires apparently, and she is one. That's weird. Well, she also knows more about Flesh than she's you know kind of told anybody too. True. Because Flesh was higher up in the uh, an- uh, in the anarchy, in the hierarchy. Yeah, yeah anarchy. <laughs> in, in the anarchy hierarchy. Yeah. I mean, they are trying to breed anarchy within um, Dimitri's organization. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> that makes sense. Oh, true. An- the anarchy hierarchy. Yes, it does. Yeah. Julius does want to take over everything. Yes, he does. And hopefully he does it before Rebecca and Dr. Creepy can do whatever it is that they're up to. Yeah. They're, like, I'm, right now, I'm kind of on team Julius. It, it does kind of lean that way, doesn't it? At least you know what yeah. Julius wants. He just wants power. Yeah. What's Rebecca up and doing here with Dr. Creepy? 
All I know is she's got the pregnant chicks. Yeah, and then she sends them back, and she's kind of rather sadistic there with the one that she let go. Yeah, I wonder why she did that. Or did she do that to throw suspicion off of Shima so that Shima could go back in and continue getting the secrets, probably? I think that has a lot to do with it, but I also think Rebecca's just sadistic. Oh, no, she is. (laughs) And she's like, yeah, I could kill you. I'm just going to let them do it and think you're the one who told us everything. That way you know. That was messed up. Yeah, that was fairly, fairly, fairly messed up. Shima walking in, though, you know, they tortured me, and she just had little slices on her arms. I'm thinking mm-hmm. that's really, you know, not heavy vampire torture right there. Yeah, like her big brother is going to be very upset with her when he finds her. Just saying. It will be very interesting to see what he says when he finds her. Yeah. Will she turn around and go, I'm working with them? Or will she be like, yeah, get me out of here? I yeah, I don't know how much farther she'll go into feeding information to Rebecca. But then again, she's also, you got to look at it. I mean, it's the apocalypse. You're in a vampire land. You got to start choosing your battles. You want to survive or do you want to die? That was pretty much what she was given, right? Mm, for sure. Rebecca said, you can help me or you can, we can impregnate you with a vampire baby. Well, you know where I stand with it. I think she should run. She, where's she going to run to? I Somewhere. She, Apparently, everybody's on the road. Well, I think she should run too, but she can't get out of the place she's into until she has a chance. Yeah. I mean, it, it could be one of those bide your moment things. We're, we're not able to see inside her head what she's thinking. How far? It's just like, I, I want to see some fight from her. Yeah. Like, she's not angry. I want to see her fighting. Like, the most that we've seen is that she's really curious about Rebecca. Like, is that what this is, that she's curious about Rebecca and she doesn't really care about the resistance? So we just need And that she wants the easy life? We we just need more time with Shima to figure out how Shima actually works. Yes, definitely. Besides the lurking in the um, tunnels and everything, the vents. And the apple eating. Yes. Yes. She loves her apples and her birds. And And her bird. I, w- I would like to see more with Shima also. Let's flesh her out a little bit, find out what she's actually up to, what Rebecca is actually up to with her. I still want a flashback episode of Shima and uh, Muhammad. Before like they before the yeah before things went to hell or before they got separated. Yeah, no, even like right like let's say right after that everything went down because we saw what we saw everything before. We don't need to see that part again. Oh yeah. Like but I want to see them and I want to see uh them hook it up with Sam or at least Muhammad with Sam. Yeah, I want to see that part too. I want to see how everything went down with she, how Shima got to where she is now. Yeah. And what has changed in her to make her say I'm good with Rebecca and the stuff she's doing cuz she ain't going to eat me. Cuz she will eventually. You know, if she if she ever she could actually go with the fact that Rebecca could do the same thing to her. Just take her back and Shane goes, she's the one that told us everything. Y'all take care of it. And it would be the truth this time. Yeah. And they'll believe it. They will definitely take her out. Speaking of Muhammad, he found a friend. He did. That was an interesting encounter. Like I, I'm really impatient for him to get back with the group, but it's been interesting watching him survive on his own. Is that why I want Shima to be more her? I think because so. of like how awesome her brother is. Well, yeah, because we see a lot more of Muhammad. I mean, we yeah. know how much of a badass he is. Yeah. He's taking out vampires left and right without, you know, even get on a bicycle 
on foot yeah. with a machete. He he can handle his own. You know, I'm going to fall back. I'm going to fall back on Shaman. Not everybody can be badasses. Right. Well, or, or not everybody should be. Like this is that this is representative of the actual world and what w- would be left. You have different personalities. Hers just isn't that. And how long has she been in captivity with the vampires too? Right. I mean, right. there's a certain point in time when you're when you're broke down and you just are living day to day. Yep. So it's and like you said, we need that flashback episode to see where they were before into where how that character has changed from that time to this time. But Emma, Muhammad's new little friend, she's mm-hmm. a little on the offside. Uh, I'm not sure what to think about with her. I need more from her, too. <laughs> she's kind of like a vampire whisperer or something. Yeah. Uh, when they crossed the road and those feeders didn't give chase, that was a good warning sign right there. Yeah. Like, I just had a thought, but it's wrong. I was like, wait a minute, how old is Dylan again? No, it hasn't been that long. Mm-hmm. But uh, we find out later that uh, Vanessa was a part of a project experiment. Yes. So, And it kind of seemed to me, I would kind of have listened to, to that again, but she was given up for adoption like they were trying to hide her. Yeah. Which is what we were kind of talking about at one point in time because, you know, they're hiding her from the vampires would be my guess. Like, mm-hmm. you know, the government knows they've been around forever. Like, you know, they already know those people. The vampires are out there. They already know. But they've been trying to <laughs> they've been trying to hide Vanessa this entire time from them tracking her down. Because Julius uh Rebecca also said, you know, they they knew about this before. The, yeah. The being bitten and turning back, the reversion I think they called it. Yeah. They, from uh the ancestor of Vanessa. So it would make sense that the vampires would kind of keep track of that line to figure out where things are. If they can. Right. Which also leads to the fact of, so they knew about Vanessa, they would know about her daughter. But did they really know about Vanessa? Remember, the way they found out about Vanessa was through the blood bank. And so, yes, they got back to the apartment and the one vampire who changed her, uh, or not changed her, who killed her, and then was changed himself. Like, mm-hmm. did, he, did he even see? He he saw the daughter. Yes, he did. Okay. But he would, I mean, they've known about this for a while, but I don't think they knew who it was because it's been so far out of the loop. Like, the only people who knew about it were the elder vampires. Right, because this it hasn't happened in a long time for them. So that also leads to the story back with Doc's sister. They knew about Vanessa also, which leads to the fact that they would also know about her her daughter. Yeah. So did her daughter really get taken by the police, like Susan said, or Ooh. was it the military who actually took her daughter? Well, the military didn't even show up for Vanessa for for until the next day, and that was after Doc called. Right. Something in the police really did take Dylan, and Dylan is just somewhere. Right. The police took Dylan, but then the military would have gone for Dylan. That's what I'm going with. Would they have known to go for Dylan, though? I think they if they knew about Vanessa and Vanessa was part of a program where they already had background information on her when they got there. Yeah. But how much background information did they have about her? Like at one point, what point in time was this project? Like she, she got married and had a kid. Yeah. I don't know. What's this? The question is, I mean, that how far back does this project go? What would they know about her? 
And why are we finding out just now that Axel knew all this stuff? Well, we're going to find out later what he said. Oh, no, we're not. Yes, we are. Don't do that. We already did this. Do you want to do it again, Brad? I'll tell you later. <sighs> don't do that, people. <laughs> I don't know. I'm curious. I'm really interested to find out more about this. But the good part about them escaping also means that, well, first Sam finding out where the escape route was, cleverly mm-hmm. hidden by a table. Whatever. Sam is awesome. <laughs> Nobody else saw that but Sam. <laughs> no one else saw the table but Sam. He's like, what is that fluttering? I was like, uh-oh, he's about to find Gorm's body. Which gives the question of, why was the escape hatch hidden by a table? Did the vampire who came down there, uh, did he hide it? Or did somebody else hide it? I don't who died? think he would have thought to hide it. So going up into the escape and getting out, that means that Doc's sister made it out as well. She probably did. And maybe she did find Dylan then. And... Yeah, where are they at in this whole thing with where they're at? I mean, you know, no one was down there to start with. So somebody got out some way. I'm still going with Doc's sister still alive. We'll mm-hmm. see how that works. I'm down with that. I've, we have a whole nother season after this. So lots of exploring to do. I can't wait to find out more about that. It's mm-hmm. just one of those things. I mean, there's a lot of stuff that's going on in this show. Yeah, And it leads to a lot of questions. What exactly was the farm? What were they doing down there? Torturing people or making people? Or were they doing the same exact thing that Dr. Creepy was doing? Yeah. You know, going through and testing to see how far. They were probably trying to make super soldiers. The same thing that they always try to do in every scary movie ever. Everybody Like, why do you try to do this when you know it never works? Or it works and it just messes you up. Yes, super soldiers <laughs> never seem to work out quite as well as you think they are. No, they either turn on you or you release some super virus. <gasps> oh, no, unless, there are vampires. Unless you're Kurt Russell and Soldier, and then he worked out pretty well. Yeah, Wolverine worked out pretty well, but too. But he's Kurt Russell, so, you know, there you go. Yeah, True. And Wolverine, he has issues, though. But yeah, yeah, it still goes. It'll still work. <laughs> So uh, they they get outside, and of course there are more vampires. Yes, they're coming out from everywhere, running around, mm-hmm. and nothing like getting bit to bring out the killer badass in Vanessa. I love that about her. Oh my god, she just totally went. She just yeah, let's just beat everybody down. She she hulked out. Yeah, she did. She and gone. And <laughs> well, did you notice one of them that bit her was thrown up? Yes, I did. So clearly when Axel comes out of the hatch, he's going to have a friend. Well, it's different now. See, this this falls down to the whole different thing. Now, mm-hmm. if she was bitten by, if she bit or was bitten by a feeder like Flesh or Doc, mm-hmm. they came back when she was, or the other guy who who is now part of Dimitri's death squad that no one wants to screw. Well, he's he got blown up, so he's not alive Yeah, anymore. yeah. The when she went out with Axel to find the part to start up the generator mm-hmm. from the windmill who had one cable attached to it, uh, she was bit by one of the ferals, mm-hmm. and the feral died. Even though there was a question of did the feral die because he got shot a billion times and then bit her, or was it the blood? So I'm willing to think that the ferals don't accept the change back. You're just trying to kill the dream, Brad, aren't you? I, 
I'm just saying. I'm just. I'm just <laughs> going out there and putting that out. I'm saying that's what I think. I don't know. Okay. I could I be totally right. I got you. I could. Well, we'll find out. But then again, Gorman could not be a feral. He could have been a feeder, but he's just in that feral state because he just churned, like right. everybody else was, like flesh and everybody else when they first turned, who you know go crazy and start eating everybody. That bloodlust thing that happens. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We'll find out maybe when Axel comes back as a new type of vampire. <laughs> or not as a vampire? As a werewolf. Because oh, they could have experimented on him as well. I don't know. Super soldiers? Oh, super soldiers. Oh, I don't know what to tell you on that one. <laughs> Look, I am reaching here for every straw there is. Okay, you could. We'll, we'll we'll have to wait and see, won't we? We will have to wait and see. So they all get away from the farm because Doc said he's gone. I mean, Rukia is such an awesome actor. She is because I you just buy the pain and everything in her voice about how she was reacting, and I I'm loving her performance. Her it was just great. It's so gripping. It's just there. In all honesty, if you were confronted with the situation, like I think we all would have done the same thing. Oh yeah, probably. Yeah, I like run, been, run, run. I would have been yelling at you. Why did you shut the door on me, Court? I'm sorry, Red. Bloody hand. But you you run faster than I do, so <laughs> it's okay. I can outrun him. Court, I would have been here, but Court shut the door on me. Oh well. Metal luck. No, no, Tracy would kill me. <laughs> yeah, there's that. She would have probably shut the door on me too. Oh, done. <laughs> oh man, yeah, but of course we'll find out later. And like you said, he won't be mad at her because he's in love with her. We're really pushing for that, aren't we? Yeah. We are. <laughs> <laughs> so everybody did escape. Wanda runs out of gas. And they finally hear the bells tolling in the background, and they decide to go check it out. Well, Vanessa has now, is the group leader, decides to go check it out. Of course. You notice Doc was just laying over there on the ground, kind of not telling everybody that she shut the door on him. Again. I'm really curious to see what happens to her now as she goes forward. I don't think she's going to cope as quite as well as she did before. No. She can't. Like, this was the guy who took care of her for all that time. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think it's going to be totally different for her. She's she's going to have a rough time. Yeah, she was already feeling guilty about that one guy. Like, this is going to be, I don't know. Oh, no, she has Smitty off her plate now. Axel said it was good. No, I mean, she said, she told Axel that, and he said it was good. She was absolved of this, and then she did this to Axel. Like, this is going to push her over the edge, one way or the other. Yeah, I see that, too. It's, I'm, I'm worried about Doc's mental health. Like, she's going to have to take a stand. She's going to have to do something. Okay, so what do you got for the rest of it? Uh, for the rest of it, I just wanted to bring it back to our good buddy Roland, a.k.a. Scav. Awesome, awesome Julius Soldier. Uh, he posted a couple of things on the Facebook group for us about last week's episode. And I'm just going to go ahead and read about it. I kind of talked about one of them earlier uh, where he was telling us about Wanda and the things, uh, the mythology behind the car. So I said, uh, the creator of Wanda, our 
Apocalyptic Ambulance by producer-designer James Hazel, along with metal fabricator Doug Bining. Doug has a history of working on old hot rods. Had a great conversation with him about the classic car film, or the classic film, The Car. A 1970s evil Lincoln that was metal fabricated to look like the Devil's Ride. Wanda was made for rolling over evil. And then, of course, they had this awesome picture mm-hmm. like on the page. It was really cool. I haven't seen the movie in forever. That was the car, right? Yes. It Like they did it justice with Wanda. Oh, very much so. I mean, right. killer cars. You gotta love them. Oh, f- for sure. And then he, um, he told me the same thing that you did about last week's episode and the name of the song uh, that I couldn't remember. Or I, I don't think I ever knew this song. Maybe it was that thing where, you know, they'll take the same tune and they'll create a new song based on it. There was something familiar about the song to me, but I don't think I've ever heard it. Right. Uh, so he said, from the episode, Sam is singing an old 1920s song, Big Rock Candy Mountain, a hobo's, a hobo's idea of paradise. Quite fitting with the group while enjoying a bottle of wine and the vampire apocalypse. And the, he also talked a little bit about that chant. The, the Viking chant mm-hmm. that we talked about before. Um, he said that evolved just before the take. Keith Arbuthnot, Nikolai, and Alex Julius were discussing ideas. Alex mentioned a chant to unify and pump up the vampire army, like forever your engine on the drag strip. It worked, and it definitely worked. So thanks, Roland. Yes. we got to get the troops motivated to go. Definitely. So, if you aren't there already, head on over to purefandom.com. Check out some of the other killer articles posted there. You can check out some of our older podcasts on Van Helsing, 12 Monkeys, and other shows. There are a lot of awesome writers out there putting some amazing work together. Definitely. And like Brad said, there's a lot of work and recaps and interviews on the website, some of it done by us. So you want to check that out. We have a couple of things that are coming up soon. We have an interview or two next week, possibly for this show. We'll let you know more on the Facebook page as that you know comes together. And at the end of this month, Sci-Fi's new show Incorporated is going to be dropping and we're looking forward to covering that. Mm-hmm. Also, I-, I binged Candle Cove this weekend. Yes. So, oh my God. We got one more episode. Yes, we'll be talking about that episode after. We'll be talking about Candle Cove after the season ends. So, yeah, that's gonna be amazing. Like this, I just I, I want to watch it again. This has been really creepy. It has been. Have yeah? Do you remember Candle Cove? I remember it now. Yeah. I do, and I'm creeped out. I want to turn the TV on. I, I'm already really scared about static being on the TV just because I get freaked out from like the different like poltergeist in that one movie with Michael Keaton where he talked to his dead wife through the static. Right. Yeah, that freaks me out. They're here. Oh, <laughs> and of course, uh, the trailer for The Magicians next season, that dropped. Ah, I'm yes. so pumped. Very much so. Can't wait for yeah. it. It comes in January, so yep. exciting. Yep. And if you got thoughts or comments about this episode, let us know in the comments below or hit us up on the Twitter or Facebook page. Until next time, remember, just keep hitting them until you're positive they won't get up again. And don't forget to pack those iodine pills and that Geiger meter in your Apocalypse Survival Kit. You're going to need that.